most people they are really really inactive they don't they do they barely do anything you know and uh, and the society is built now for for inactivity uh, you don't have to move at all if you don't want to this is cranked at dawn inspired by the oslo dawn patrol cycling community in norway i'm your host hans flinsted jensen Welcome back to the show, and today I have with me uh, Mass Kakista. And uh, Mass, you're uh, you're kind of a in, in Norway. You're pretty well known. You're a journalist on on uh, national TV, and you're also uh, running several podcasts. And especially about public health uh, is one of the areas that you're focusing on. But I think um, a lot of our listeners might not know exactly who you are and your background, and also around cycling and so on. So uh, welcome. Thanks for taking the time. Could you maybe just introduce yourself and tell us about your background uh, in cycling and and sports in general? Well, uh, first of all, uh, Hans, uh, thank you for uh, having me uh, on your podcast. That's exciting. Um, and excuse uh, to all the listeners for my English, but uh, I'll try my best. Uh, first of all, my background is uh, is uh, well. Uh, I'm uh, I'm from the countryside in Norway. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but uh, I started cycling when I was 12, <laughs> and uh, just uh just loved it and uh, and watched uh, tour de france on tv and uh, started started dreaming about becoming a professional cyclist and and i got into a very good environment here in norway uh, with good cyclists uh, for example gabriel rask uh, who is now a sports director in team ineos uh, i trained with him since i was 13 years old uh, and uh, Yeah, uh, I was on national team as a junior, and then I turned. Uh, after a while, I turned professional in in Crediaricol after one year amateur in in France and um, yeah, at uh, the team uh, or club uh, ACBB. And uh, yeah, so I was professional in France for five years. Uh, I stopped dreaming when I was a professional because it was pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, the level was high. I didn't. I didn't succeed. Uh, getting any results but uh well i i stayed in there for five years and it was a great experience and uh, when i came home i uh, i started working for tv2 and uh, and uh, i was part of a company um that uh, worked with the public health or we work with uh, different uh, companies corporate companies to to inspire people to exercise regularly so uh, i do Both. Uh, I work with this public health projects here in Norway, and and also I'm a, I'm a TV or sports commentator at TV2 Norway. I I come I'm commentating cycling uh, mostly. And so, so one of the things that I that I think is uh, is uh, what you're doing quite well is that you are you're on on the TV side. You're commenting on you know elite sports level, but at the same time you are having these company and the and your podcast and so on where you focus very much on the you know. On, the, on on what I could call normal people, uh, and how we can go and get more exercise, and I think, and also your your own background as a professional cyclist, and then still you know managing to actually reach the 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 the, the basic the normal people who who may, might not uh, have trained 30 hours a week uh, when they were young. So, but how do you t- tell us about that? That's What I would like to hear most about here is uh, is actually the work you do for the public health, uh, and especially over the last uh, year with the pandemic and so on. Public health has been a very lot 
in focus, both on negative and positive uh, notes, I think. Uh, what exactly is it that you're doing to get more people to exercise regularly? Well, we started this company uh, in 2006 when I was a professional cyclist uh, and I joined it uh, as a part owner uh, called uh, Avantas Active. It's not a big company, but uh, we, uh, I, I was already like, uh, um, uh, like a motivator for a company called Data Response, which is quite a big company now. Uh, and uh, that was during a period was where it was very popular to join these uh, races in Norway, this, uh, this uh, like low uh, threshold races in Norway for like everyday people uh, called the Birkebeiner race. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like a Grand Fondo on 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 on, uh, on a mountain bike. And uh, and you know, it was like 10, 15, 20 employees who joined me for some training rides when I was back home from France, and it was pretty cool. But then uh, Avantas Active contacted me and asked me if I would join their company. They they created a website and a system web based system. Uh, and wanted me to offer that system to this uh, this company, Data Response, uh, which I had really good contact with them. And I, and I had a meeting with the with the directors there, and they said, "Yeah, this is a great idea because with this program we can reach 120 employees instead of only those 15 uh, people who are interested in cycling." And doing these cycling races is the level is way too high anyway, so we can't inspire those who really needs it. But this program was based on really like low threshold activity, like walking, for example. And it was like based on some, some a team competition. And, uh, and But everybody could take part. It was this handicap principle, which was really important. And you could score a maximum amount of points each month. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a competition about training the most. Uh, it stopped for after, you know, after you reach a certain amount of points, it stopped. So... It wasn't to 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 it wasn't based on like a competition where those people who already train a lot would win. Uh, if you could understand. No, so it's more and more like a more like a game a gamification of of it. You could say. Yeah, and everybody, you know, it was like points. You go out and you have a walk. You get points, and and uh, and your colleagues cheer for you because you reach the points, and you know it creates a lot of. Uh, uh, it creates an as- atmosphere uh, inside the, the working environment where they start talking about exercise and they start motivating, motivating each other because the system is is team based uh, and uh, and that and I also we are very aware that the system itself is is worthless with without uh, also a structure uh, on, uh, where where the the directors also take part of course because they have to build the culture and if they create a working environment where they talk about exercise and they motivate each other and where they learn about exercise and the and the effects exercise have on health not only physical health but on mental health as well then that will create an atmosphere or a working environment where more people uh, get uh, are motivated to to exercise regularly so uh, so we have the, the the technology, of course, the system, but also I work a lot inside the companies with the directors, and I'm, I, I take part in 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 meetings inside the companies, and I also answer every request I get from the employees. And today I follow up like alone, I follow up like three thousand people in Norway, 
uh, and uh, we have like 10,000 10, people we follow up in, in Norway. So uh, we, we hope to, to we, 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 we hope to, of course, uh, scale uh, in the future. Uh, but I find it very, very interesting. And, and one of the reasons why I'm, I'm so, uh, so um, aware of this and, and, and I like working with it is also because of my dad. Because my dad started uh, working in uh, in a psychiatric hospital in in Norway uh, during the the start of the 80s um, with with exercise as part of the of the of the cure uh, and uh, and uh, and they worked really hard with that and, and they they also uh, they also so so and today I mean uh, in that hospital that's 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 uh, that's part of, of, of how they treat uh, uh, people with mental illness I talked then about I'm not talking about like anxiety and uh, depression and those kinds of illness which is quite common in society actually and, and, and exercise is really good for that you you said you you actually f you're following up uh, was it three thousand people in Norway so so that is that's people from you know from the uh, very you could say beginner level of exercise to to those who are doing Birkebeiner, uh, the Grand Fondo mountain bike rides as well or normal people normal, normal people. people yeah now it's just those normal people who are sitting in the office doing their work taking the car back to back uh, commuting by car not doing any exercise and never have really done it and might actually be a little bit overweight how do you how do you manage to to get them on board because One of the things that I often hear when people talk about exercise, it's good for mental health, it's good for physical health, it's good for it's good for a lot of things, it's good for your mind and you everything. I think most people will kind of acknowledge that. But you know, this when people talk about let's go out for a run or a ride or something like that, it's quickly turns into a one hour ride, a two hour, ten kilometer run, and, and and so on. How do you manage to actually get people on board without scaring them away? We uh, they have to start doing walks because I mean uh, most people they are really really inactive they don't they do they barely do anything you know and uh, and the society is built now for for inactivity uh, you don't have to move at all if you don't want to uh, and uh, and uh, a lot of the people I meet. They have never done sports. Uh, they have never liked the gymnastic at school. Uh, they have. Uh, they never. They they will never do sports. You know, and and uh, and and talking about riding bicycle races and running 10 kilometers is just out of the way. You know, it's it's not going to happen. But if they just start walking, you know, may that 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 they can do. How much exercise is? What's the recommended amount of exercise per per week? Well, that's in Norway the recommendation, and I think that's quite uh, common uh, all over the world. Is is uh, around three hours a week uh, of regular exercise. But I, I see numbers from Great Britain, for example, that uh, a big percentage of uh, of the people there only do like uh, one hour a week uh, in, in in average, uh, or or even less. Um, And also in in Norway, we only like 30% of the population follow those recommendations. So uh, 
and it has a huge uh, it has a huge price for for the public health or for the society uh, the the costs a lot <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, it, it's it's a big it's a big uh, uh, value for the society if, if more people could exercise more regularly it will have great benefits for the people themselves but also for the society yeah i mean i guess the less people would be hospitalized and so on that's that's cheaper for for all of us it's interesting that you say that norway you it's only 40 percent who's actually active i've always and i think a lot of people see norway as a very very outdoor active people you know you see the norwegians on the cross country and walking in the mountains and so on but still as you say there's a huge part who who don't exercise and who are difficult to 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 reach and three hours what is that half an hour a day yeah 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 so so i guess you know if you just walk for half an hour a day you're actually you you are actually already uh doing better than most yeah and also like 30 minutes a day or like three hours a week have, have great uh, benefits for your health uh you don't i mean if you hate sports if you don't if 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 only the the goal is to like take care of your health that's 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 great you know if you can do like two or three hours exercise a week that's that has great benefits but the problem is that there's too many people uh doing nothing at all you know uh and uh, and and i think that's because they're not aware of the uh effects that physical exercise has on your on your, on your, on your, especially your mental health. They feel tired. They feel mentally tired, uh, but they they are not aware of the fact that if they go out for a walk, they will feel better when they come in inside again. And and uh, and I think uh, a big problem is that there has been too much focus on uh, physical training and exercise and sports. Uh, in and uh, you know with uh with the perspective of uh, of your how how you look you know your your um uh how you look your your weight uh and and performance instead of health uh and that's what we try to teach people inside those corporate environments uh and create environments where they actually get more aware of that because if they are aware they get more motivated as well one of the things that I've noticed is I'm I'm Danish and when I moved from Copenhagen to Oslo seven seven eight years ago, every year every spring there's this campaign take your bike to work commute by bike uh, to get get people moving and they have the same campaign in in Copenhagen uh, and obviously there's a lot of you know much more cycling in Copenhagen traditionally but one of the things that I noticed in those campaigns was that. Uh, the the advertisers that you saw in Norway were very performance focused. Uh, the 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 posters you saw on bus stops of people riding their bike were people in uh, in in cycling clothes, cycling shoes, and you know looking like people who were actually commuting long distances. Whereas you didn't see anyone in a suit with a cup of coffee in his hand or uh, a, a nurse in in his uh, in his uh, working clothes or whatever. It was, you know, people were wearing sports clothes, and that's what I've often noticed. That it's it often ends up in some sort of Strava competition, mm. where you wanna 
improve your personal record on a certain segment on the way to work. And as, when you can't do that anymore, you kind of lose interest or you you, you don't want to do it so much anymore. That, that competitive level, I think, is, is a, can be kind of a killer to a lot of people. Have, have you noticed that as well? Yeah, I totally agree with you on that, Hans. It, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, are totally right, and uh, that's why we keep this uh, this focus very like low key. And uh, when we talk to people that are mostly not motivated for doing sports or like improve or compete at like Strava level, and and I mean Denmark is much more casual uh, in a way of, of being, you know, and riding the bikes and and using their bike as an everyday tool. We don't have that uh, quite uh, in the same way here in Norway, but I feel it's coming a little bit more. Um, and that absolutely, I agree. Yeah, there's definitely been a change on that, you know. Uh, the way you commute to work by bike, uh, I, I'm I'm riding my bike mostly, mostly focused on that kind of activity. But there's definitely a change in how you commute. You can actually commute just in your normal clothes as well. You don't have to go and take a shower, and it's okay just to commute five kilometers. It doesn't have to be 35. Uh, so definitely a change coming there. But uh, Hans, uh, I think I mean the Danes are much more like European. Uh, in the way of being, Norway is quite like American, or a little bit more American in the way of being, I, I reckon. And I think also in Norway, we have, uh, of course, more snow, ice uh, during the winter. Uh, and also we have more hills and climbs. And that makes it to commute with the bike a little bit more challenging here in Norway. Uh, but I mean, if if the same amount of people use their bike here in Norway as in Denmark, I mean, we would have <laughs> had great cyclists for, for sure, and a lot of people in very good shape. That's right. But I, I guess in Denmark we probably smoke and drink much more than you do in Norway, so uh, <laughs> that maybe levels it all out. Uh, but I, I completely agree with you. But uh, but 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 still, I think it's interesting to see uh, uh, people like the Norwegians who are. You know, you have the nature and you have the mountains and you'll see people out there and you, people are very competitive. And I think that can be a very good thing uh, at many levels, but it also has the risk of, you know, offending a lot of people and you kind of push away those who are not really into a Strava competition. So I think uh, that's, that's the challenge. How can you reach the, these people to actually say, okay, should I spend... Let's say a pair of running shoes. How much is that? 150 euros if you want to start uh, running to work or just going for a half an hour run a day. You need to spend uh, some of money and you need to, you know, get yourself out of the couch and do it. And then when you do it, you see that you cannot live up to the level that you that people are so happy to share. But you don't see all all the rest who don't share all their rides or runs. So I think there's a challenge there, and that's probably what you are reaching out to that you actually managed to to get these people around as well. Yeah, I think we managed that quite well because uh, in the companies we work with, we have like mostly like 80-90% participation in our programs. So, uh, and it's a program that lasts for like, it's not a, a campaign that lasts for three months. We work with those uh, companies for like at least one year at a time. Uh, and I have also companies I work with for like 10 12 years uh it's it's part of the culture for them it's a natural thing to follow up exercise as a common goal uh and because they they see that if 
if they have employees that are motivated to exercise, that creates a lot of benefits for them personally, but also for the whole team. Uh, and uh, and so and someone has to follow them up to 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 make sure that they're motivated. You know, they they need they they are aware that they need help. And uh, so uh, and I think that's that's quite a uh, uh, that's that's great that they do it. And and uh, I think they do those companies that work like that. They 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 uh, do uh, they are really really good example for for public health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So um, these companies that you work with, you you said they they it, it goes for the teams and so on. And yeah, you had a in in your podcast, you have this podcast about that uh, in Norwegian called the uh, Janestack, but it, which I would translate to to brain brain power or something yeah. like that, yeah. uh, which is a is a is a very good podcast that I recommend to uh, to our listeners who who are uh, that, that where you focus on all the mental and physical health uh, and and what uh, what good ex, uh, exercise can do. One of the episodes. Uh, I don't know if you call this uh, exercise is good for business or you just, uh, I, I actually think you call it something else, but you talked about that that episode should be called exercise is good for business. Is exercise good for business? Yeah, it is because uh, we have, I think the, the program you, you, you're referring to is uh, the one with Pareto. Yeah, with Pareto Securities, uh, which is, uh, you know, like a company who does really, really well. Uh, and uh, I do this podcast with Ole Petter Gjelle, who is a brain researcher and a doctor and uh, really good at talking about those all those benefits. Uh, he's also an author. And uh, yeah, that director in Pareto Securities, uh, he said like, yeah, well, we do this for because it's good for business because if we are awake and we are in shape and we have uh, uh, more energy we 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 do better job and uh, exercise uh, is a really good tool for 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 doing all that and uh, and also he wants a working environment with the with the with the uh, with the performance culture where they do uh, things that is good for them you know and uh, and so that has been really great working with them and uh, and uh, but of course, we have diff- we, that. That's like, that's one. I mean, that's that's stockbrokers and you know, like financial uh, environment, which is like, oh, everybody makes a lot of money and they do well. But I mean, we we also work with uh, companies, uh, industry, uh, normal industry people. Uh, but it's it's the same all over, you know. Uh, most people are not that motivated to exercise. Uh, they, 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 they would like to do it, but they don't know how to do it. They, they never, they're not motivating for doing it. They don't, they're not part of an environment where they get, sti- where that stimulates them to doing it. Uh, they don't have uh, leaders who motivate them to do it. And then that, that's what we're working with. So uh, if uh, someone listening here uh, want to, uh, either either they themselves or maybe know someone that's probably more the case because I think most of the people listening to this would already be exercising quite regularly but if if we know someone who we see okay uh, he or she would benefit a lot from starting to do some exercise but they are not doing enough or basically or nothing maybe and have never done it uh, what would your recommendation be? How should we? How should I approach um, 
how should I approach uh, him, him or her? What should I say? Well, it's, I mean, if it's a person you know who maybe have some issues like, uh, for example, uh, depression or burnout, or uh, I think talking with them about it is, is important and just like invite them out for a walk uh, and, and talk about how they feel after they've done that walk uh, and, and invite them uh, out for a new walk uh, another day and, you know, like, and, and, and just follow them up and, and, and motivating them for doing it. And, and I think the most important thing is, is, is to, to make them aware of all the benefits that comes with physical exercise. And I think the, the best way to, to, to learn is by doing it yourself uh you know uh, by by practicing it yourself because i talk with now a lot of people who have listened to our podcast and they say yeah i trained for like for uh, for many years but now i know why i feel so great because there is actually something happening in your brain when you're out doing physical exercise so now i know why i feel like i do after doing exercise and now i i i know why i feel so bad when i'm not doing it you know um so so it comes with experience you know uh, the best way to learn is by experience and and if people are not uh they they haven't done an exercise and they haven't uh and and uh, then they, they sh- then they should do it and then you should talk with them about how they feel after doing it and i think more 90% feel great after uh, doing an uh, exercise they feel really well after done uh, after doing it yeah i think so too so i think the the good uh, message here is that uh, start with the walk i think you you said that quite well that if you haven't done anything i aren't used to it just walking just start walking and uh, i will uh, i'll definitely think more about that that you know just ask people to to come out for a walk that's a good way to to start and then you can take it from there yeah because uh, hans because i mean when when you go you 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 are a very fit person when you go out and run uh, and you have like let's say like 115 average heart rate you, if you invite a, a friend which is in really bad shape out for a walk that friend that has maybe like 115 average heart rate after that walk you know so the, the, you you can't you can't invite people who who haven't trained for 10 years 20 years and who are really be in bad shape out for a run it's not it's not going to it's not going to work <laughs> it's not going to work that that's that's right then you would basically just you know kill the interest straight away and then you won't see them out running or cycling again uh, i guess but mass thanks very much for taking the time to 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 come here and and talk about this and uh, i'll put your link to to your podcast and uh, your your company and so on in the show notes so people can can look more into it so uh, thanks very much and good luck with uh, everything going forward